With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hey there, how are you? I hope you are having a wonderful day or night, depending of course when you're here. Today, we are going to be talking about what to do when you are too eager to say yes. So stay with me. You are listening to the Career Talk Learn, Grow, Thrive podcast, where we talk about all things career-related. I tell you how it is, and we get right to the point. I'm your host, Stephanie Dennis, and my background is in HR, which is what I have my master's degree in. My passion is helping others, sharing my knowledge, and doing that so others can make positive changes in their life. So here we are. This is a good time to mention this podcast does contain adult language. All right, getting into it here. So you're too eager to say yes. I get it. (laughs) You're interviewing, things are going really well, you're getting excited, you realize it's a really great company, it's a really great team, everything looks good, everything sounds good, you get an offer, and before we're even taking a second to think about it and pause and slow down, you say yes. Sign it, start your background check, off to the races, and you're so excited. This isn't a bad thing at all. So like, I don't want to frame this as like, oh, you made a mistake. Not at all. Not a mistake. Not by any means. Not what I'm trying to get at. And we also need to make sure that we are doing our due diligence. So if you did that, hell yeah. Congratulations. Now, if you're like, oh, due diligence. Yeah, Steph, I guess you're right. I probably should have asked about this. Probably should have talked about this. That's okay. If you haven't started yet, it's okay to talk to your future manager and get some questions answered. Now, if it's more benefit related, 401k, health insurance, time off, things like that, HR might be a more appropriate place for you to start or the recruiter you've been working with. And if you have already started, that's still okay. You can ask your questions. It's a good opportunity for you to bring up some of your questions in your next one-on-one with your manager. And if you haven't established one-on-ones with your manager, this would be a great time to start. So I have 16 points that we want to make sure that we're touching on before we accept an offer. Ideally, if we don't do it before an offer, before we start, if we've already started, we definitely can do it after as well, just to make sure you're truly in the right place. So number one, culture fit. This is really really, really important. Obviously, you want to make sure that the culture of the company that you're working for aligns with who you are, and it's going to be a good working environment for your career and for your future growth. Number two, the mission of the company. Also pretty important if the mission of the organization is to save as many puppies as possible. Awesome. Love it. If the mission of the organization is to make a profit at all costs, maybe that doesn't align with who you are. Number three, making sure that the team goals that you're going to be working towards are ones that align also with what you're looking to do. Maybe the team has a goal to sell 10,000 widgets to 4,000 new companies to 4,000 new companies in the next two months or something, right? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it might be. And you're like, hell yeah, I'm in. Let's do this. Or you're like, oh, maybe not. (laughs) So just make sure it's something that you want to help contribute to. 
Number four, make sure that you understand what your individual goals are going to be. What are you going to be held accountable for? Number five, who are the other people on the team? Who are your team members? Who are your colleagues? Who are you going to be working side by side with? And are those people you want to be working side by side with? Number six, how does your group work together, right? It could be very much you each have individual goals and then at the end of the month you come together to see how you did collectively. Maybe it is a really, really, really high collaboration type of team. Make sure that you know, is it more independent? Is it really high collaboration? Is it somewhere in the middle? And again, is that the type of team environment that you're able to thrive in? Number seven, what does a typical day, typical week, typical year look like for you in this role. This is going to be really important because more often than not, we need to be happy with the day-to-day of a particular role versus what the end goal or ultimate accomplishment is going to be because the day-to-day is what you're going to spend the bulk of your time in. And number eight, what is your impact? What sort of impact are you making on the business? What sort of impact are you making on the goals? Basically, you want to know how are you moving the needle? Number nine, leadership style. Very important. What type of leadership style does your immediate manager have? What type of leadership style does their manager have? And then what sort of leadership style does the executive leadership team have? Now you may be thinking, Steph, I'm going to be so far removed from the executive leadership team. Why does it matter? Because leadership style at the very top of an organization trickles down. It also influences company culture. Number 10, what are the biggest challenges you're going to be facing when you first start this role? This is probably one of the most popular questions that I ask if I am interviewing for a new job. What are going to be my challenges out of the gate in this role? The answer to that question tells you a lot of information. Number 11, what types of projects are you going to be working on out of the gate in three months, in six months, in a year, in two years? Knowing the type of work you're going to be doing and if it's going to change can help you determine if this role truly is going to be a good fit for you. Number 12, growth opportunities. Very important. We all want to know, where can I go from here? What options do I have? Number 13, where did the person go who had the job before you? (laughs) Did they leave? Were they like, screw this, I'm out. No one's going to probably tell it to you like that. Did they get promoted? Did they move to a different team? Just figuring out the role that you're taking over if someone was in the role before you where did that person go? Number 14, does the role align to your passion and your purpose? Now, don't get me wrong. Not every job you're going to have throughout your career is going to perfectly align to your passion and purpose. It can, don't get me wrong, more often than not, our careers typically don't even start out like that. They can definitely evolve to having more of that alignment. That's the ultimate goal, right? However, if we can be more aware and more conscious of that, that is something that we can attain earlier on in our career. Number 15, interweb research, right? (laughs) Going to the interwebs and doing your research, Google, looking at employee reviews, looking at Glassdoor, Indeed, LinkedIn, doing just a regular Google search and clicking over to the news tab, what's been published about this organization, just doing general internet due diligence. And number 16, do you know anyone who currently works there, 
who has worked there, is interviewing, has interviewed in the past, really just anyone who has interacted with this organization in the past or currently is there could be a really good resource for you to kind of pick their brain, ask them some questions, get their feedback because everyone's going to have a different experience. However, generally you're going to have some overall themes, right? So those are my 16 tips for you. If you want to know how you can dig in deeper on how to interview a potential employer for a culture fit, head over to the episode that was released on January 9th, 2020. I go do a deep dive there. Really good information on that episode, so check it out. I hope you guys found this information helpful and valuable. Thank you so much for taking the time to be here, listen to the show, support it. I really appreciate it. You can find more information in the show notes over at stephdennis13.com. If you want to learn how we can work together, head over to listen to careertalk.com for more information. If you want to support the show, PayPal or Anchor, both the links are below. If you're enjoying the podcast, please take a quick moment, leave a rating and or review. I really love reading them and it does help spread awareness of the show as well. You can reach out to me on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok at stephdennis13 and then the podcast specifically on Instagram and LinkedIn at Career Talk Podcast. We are written, produced, hosted, and edited by yours truly. You are so amazing, so awesome. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.